Hey y'all, I'm Bianca. And I'm Shawnee, and you're listening to Mindful BS. A weekly discussion about how we mindfully navigate through life's BS. The major, the minor, and everything in between. So you ready? Let's do it. Hey y'all, hey, welcome back to another week of Mindful BS. Hi y'all. Hey. I feel good. Why are you laughing? Y'all, we are trying something completely different, but I'm sure we'll share that with y'all uh, a little bit later. Um, so yeah, as normal. Oh, just tell them. Just tell them how you decided you don't want to record with me no more because you stand in the house and it's our first time virtually recording and not being in the same room. Okay. Well, there you guys have it. This is our... Uh, we're trying something out today. Um, I let Bianca know that come November, I am not leaving the house. I just, there's just a personal feeling that I have in my gut that, you know, shit might be a little bit wild and I just want to stay in. Like, I'm cool. And she was dead ass about the shit. And yesterday when I called her, I'm like, so, <laughs> y'all know I'm dramatic. So last night I called Shani like, so this it. We really just, this it. Like, we not recording tomorrow. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, so you're not going to miss me? And she like, do you want like my real answer or like some bullshit answer? And I'm like, <laughs> she like, I mean, I'm sure like, she like initially, no, like I'll be fine. Like, <laughs> I don't mind leaving the house. You know, I might miss you in a couple of weeks or so, but right now I'm good. I'm like, oh. So I just yeah. wasn't going to lie to her. I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, and that's real. Like, and I know, like, one thing about Bianca, y'all, she gonna make sure she talk to you every day. So I really don't feel like she really gives people a chance to miss her for real. <laughs> no shade. I'm just saying. Like, listen, y'all, we normally talk, and then we can get into our weekly recaps, but we normally talk probably every day, even during the work week. One day, I'm just busy with work. She calls me, she, no, hey, how you doing? Nothing. She literally starts the phone call off like, oh, I know this bitch didn't think it was going to be noon, lunchtime, and I ain't talked to you yet all day. And I was like, oh, hi, Bianca. How are you? I did ask you how you was doing and how your day was going before that happened. Did you? I, afterwards, afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so there we have it. Um, but anyway, how was your week? It was good. I ain't really got no complaints in there. Can't really think of nothing that happened for real that was significant. So, y'all can't hear me? No, I didn't hear anything you just said. Oh, I said it was good. I can't think of anything significant that happened. Um, it was cool. Okay, cool. Um, I did have a, a scare this week, but I don't know. Maybe right now isn't the time to share it. Maybe. I'll share it. I'm like, maybe we'll do like a work episode soon and I'll yeah, share that. Sure. But long story short, y'all, I know I mentioned on here before I work in like legal and compliance. So there's really no room for error. And I made a mistake. Now, legally, everything was still good, but it was definitely something I should not have done. And I was shook. I, I, was, I was shook. I literally called Bianca like two times back. Like, I don't even, I'm not a back-to-back caller. Like, if you don't answer the first time when I called in, fuck it. Like, your loss. But I actually, I left a voicemail and I called her right back. Like, please answer the phone. I just need someone to talk to. And I never got her voicemail. So when I did call her back, I'm like, hey, girl. And she like, I was having the breakdown. Like, where would you at? I'm like, I am so sorry. Like, I'm here for you. Like, what's wrong? And then she talked through her problem. We established shit was cool. She was still shook. Like, 30 minutes into the conversation, she like, I just don't know. Like, and Shani not one of those people who, like, worry about anything. So when she, she was acting like me. It was like, it was a real reflective of the rose this week. Yeah, I was shook, y'all. I was like, dang, am I about to lose my job? Like, my leader ended up calling me like, it's not that serious. Everything's fine. You're okay. But I just don't like, I don't like messing up. I don't like making mistakes. I really pride myself on that. So I was really, I was hurt for a couple hours. It was so bad. I had to go buy some 1738 y'all. And I don't even drink like that. Like it was bad. It was really bad, but nonetheless, I am here. Uh, I'm still employed y'all in case y'all were wondering. So God is good. And uh, <laughs> I'm glad you got that, girl. So we actually have 
two very special guests joining us this week. Dun, 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 dun. You want to introduce? These are y'all our first guests that we had on our Reloaded uh, podcast. Welcome. It feels so good to be in the podcast instead of listening to the podcast. Yeah, so why don't y'all just introduce yourselves and say just a little bit about yourselves so people can know who y'all is. It could be very minimal. Y'all ain't even got to say much. <laughs> well, first off, I do want to say, well, Travis will introduce himself, but he's been on here before. <laughs> so welcome <Yeah>. back. <laughs> hey. Well, Shay, this is Shay's first time being on our show. And I don't know if you guys know, but Shay is on our Fort Brown Chick mm-hmm. show. Yeah. My name is Shay. I'm an esthetician. Um, I'm a creative. I do a podcast. If you guys remember, Bianca and Shani came on my podcast a few weeks ago, Three Strikes. And I'm super excited to be here today. Okay, cool. All right, so I'm Travis. I'm returning back to the podcast. Um, I don't really know what to say about myself. I'm just, you'll figure it out as you go along. <laughs> <laughs> y'all Travis is our homeboy we messed with Travis hard y'all didn't heard me tell several stories where Travis has made an appearance um you know at my house Travis is always welcome and Travis one of those people he don't kick it y'all he don't like hanging out with people he don't like leaving the house yes, but he, I will do. Stop- I do. I do. <laughs> he will stop by the function though and I appreciate it yes yeah by the in and out in and out, but I appreciate you. Last one to get there, first one to leave. You know it. My type of guy. My type of guy. Well, obviously, um, yeah, they they are both amazing, amazing people. Uh, Tons of great energy. So we will hop into, you know, uh, the meeting of the minds, which they'll be obviously partaking in later. But first and foremost, let's start out with pop culture. So What's on the docket today, Bianca? Girl, what? You did the whole report last night, and now you asking me what's on the docket? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you ran a Girl. whole <laughs> Bianca exposed herself uh, yesterday. Because I'm like, so what's on? what are we talking about for pop culture? She's like, honestly, for real, girl? I look at pop culture right before we start the show. I, ain't even <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Hold on. Let me check real quick. And I'm like, do y'all know this? Has it ever looked like I just looked that shit up this morning? No. Not at all. You gotta sell my business. Whatever works, works. Transparency. Transparency, y'all. That's all. All right. So be transparent about leading the pop culture then since you know so much. (laughs) All right. So really quickly, I guess we can start off with this because we did mention it on the podcast before. Um, Tim from Sweetie Pies, we talked about how he was uh, arrested. The, I think the FBI arrested him. He, you know, they mm-hmm. were saying that he allegedly had his nephew, I want to say, mm-hmm. yeah, his nephew, nephew Andre Montgomery, murdered and he had to get that life insurance policy. Well, it did come up that he actually pled not guilty. So he is not obviously saying that that is something he did did he basically saying i'm gonna see y'all in court y'all gonna have to prove this so i just want to give you guys that update um his mom miss robbie she finally posted something on social media just saying like thank you all for the prayers and the support um but yeah tim basically said i did not do it so we'll see how that plays out Mm. All right. I really don't got much to say on that. That's between him and God, and the jury gonna come out on that. <laughs> um. So the other thing. Oh, really quickly. Now this was not supposed to be a part a part of pop culture, but I just saw it on my newsfeed earlier. Y'all, yeah. did y'all hear that Chipotle is uh getting rid of the free uh burrito shell on the side? No, nah, I ain't hear about that. No, Chipotle falling off by more and more by the day. Listen, Mm-mm. Chipotle so hit or miss either way. One day it you go, really you is. be like, oh yeah, it's banging. <laughs> then you dub back and you be like, nope, I ain't that shit for three months. <laughs> I feel like every time I have a, a taste for Chipotle, it is never good. Like I have to get it when it's just like some random shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, apparently, I guess although they said sales are up. Um, business is not really booming. Like the sales are up, but because they're doing like delivery and they said that people are getting more of like the free extra. So 
extra, you know, toppings on their bowls, getting the burrito shells on the side, which I guess technically they don't factor into, you know, the cost of stuff. It's basically hurting their pockets. So Mm. If you are a burrito show on the side person or like to get the burrito show in your burrito bowl, they're got to pay 25 cents for it now. 25 <laughs> For three more quarters, I could buy a whole pack of tortillas. Right. Okay. Apparently the vinaigrette must be hurting their pockets too because I'd be ordering a salad and I still got to order. I still got to ask for the vinaigrette it's a salad that ain't included in the dressing like what's up yeah the vinaigrette never makes it with my order so yeah it is what it is so um another thing that actually happened which honestly i don't really think this is a, a big deal but social media just took the video and they just went far left with it uh rapper sweetie posted a video with boo quavo in the background pretty much saying if your man ain't buying you a Birkin bag, if he ain't paying bills, then send them back to the streets. Like, you don't need them. I'm curious to hear, what do you guys think about that statement and how social media has just, like, I've seen all types of posts. Either people agree, they disagree. They saying, like, she doing too much. Birkin bag, Birkin bag, Birkin bag, this. What do you guys think? First of all, that's just really classist. Do y'all know how much Birkin bags cost? Everybody boo can't afford you a Birkin bag. So does that mean that he's not or she's not boo-boo material because they can't purchase you a bag or because they can't finance all of your bills? That's completely ridiculous. And I think the expectations and standards for dating nowadays is way too high. I agree agree with that. But I also think it's like if you can provide yourself a certain lifestyle, then the person that you're dating needs to be able to at least meet you there or be working to meet you there. So I feel like if she used to breaking bags, if she can get them herself, her nigga, she'll be buying a bag for her too. Like, that's just what I feel like. But I feel like certain people don't care about that. So it's like you got to meet people where they at to kind of figure out what you're accustomed to. So I agree. If that's what her lifestyle, I agree with that for her. Yeah, when I was seeing the post, I'm just like, can y'all bitches buy y'all own Birkin bags? Why y'all worrying about niggas buying Birkin bags? If you can't buy a Birkin bag, how the hell you expect a nigga to buy you a Birkin bag? People really need to get their priorities together. And like I said, that's so materialistic. I feel like people just be feeling like, when is Birkin bag the standards of that's how much I love? Oh, he really loved her. He bought her a Birkin bag. Like, how is that the standard? He loves me. He's buying me Birkins. Like, I hate that we live in such a materialistic standards for relationships. It's hella materialistic. Why like why out of all things is it a bag that you want? Like if my new boo-boo trying to cash out on me, give me that damn car, some new furniture, like something I can really use. What what is what is a bag really gonna do for me besides me saying I have a Birkin? I have a Birkin bag, right? Yeah. And there were a lot of people, especially a lot of celebrities coming out of the woodwork, pretty much saying like don't get it twisted. A lot of the people that you think have Birkin bags have fake Birkin bags, essentially. Um, so people were saying a lot of the celebs that you think have a Birkin bag really don't. It's a knockoff. And obviously, if you can, if you're a celebrity, you can get like a really good yeah. knockoff. Oh, you can get a really good knockoff. Um, obviously, you know, I have unpopular opinion and I honestly feel like what she said was taken a little bit out of context. I don't really think she meant like your man should be buying you a Birkin bag. More so just kind of what Travis was saying, like your partner should be meeting you halfway. And like, if that's your lifestyle, then your partner, you know what I mean? Like if that's for you, then that's for you. Um, And more so like you shouldn't be with someone who is just in your face not contributing in any way but again that's just my unpopular opinion no I think that's a good point too yeah um I mean nothing else really happened that I saw um outside of uh Summer Walker is officially single I think and she broke Ooh, she no, did. she not. She she says she not pregnant. She did tweet that she was single, but then London on the track retweeted uh, it and said that was cap. Obviously, their relationship is kind of toxic. I don't know what's going on over there, but 
one day they're single, one day they're together, one day her stories are this nigga ain't shit, one day he the shit. So, I mean, another case of we need to just mind our business, but we can't <laughs> mind our business because they keep put telling us what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I definitely think it's a toxic situation. Like I always say, if she likes it, I love it. Um, one thing I will say, though, is I'm expecting to get some fire music out of it. Because one thing she does do, I feel like she always channels whatever she's experiencing in her real life into her music. And I actually really like Summer Walker's, uh, some of the songs. They be jamming on the low. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Me too. I like her songs too. Um... Anything out of curiosity, anything, Shay, Travis, that you saw in pop culture or social media this week that you want us to talk about? The floor is yours. Um, no, not for me. I'm going to check out social media. Like, I'll pop in and then I, I'm like, it was too much. Like, it's been a lot going on. So I've kind of checked out. So I really, all oh, this is news to me right now. I don't really know nothing <laughs> going on. <laughs> so, no, I don't have anything. Yeah, me neither. Welp, moving right into this week's segment of Meaning of the Minds. Um, Bianca, do you want to kick us off? Sure. All right, so this week on the Meaning of the Minds, we are having a very transparent conversation. And this is, I don't know, I've been thinking about this for a couple of days about how I wanted to have this conversation with y'all. But I didn't want to overthink it because, like, you know, I wanted it to be, like, a genuine conversation. But I be like, y'all in my life, so here here, here it is. <laughs> so I know you guys have seen me, well, actually heard me referencing Long Distance Bay. So, all right. So I know y'all, start, y'all have heard me talk about Long Distance Bay. And I know y'all like, well, why we're starting here, but we I just feel like we have to start with Long Distance Day because Long Distance Day is a major reason for why I had why I am in the space that I am in right now. So the first thing that I want to say is Long Distance Bay is amazing. Y'all heard me get on this podcast and y'all heard me talk about the things that I really like or that I want and a partner and long distance they like really exceeded the expectations y'all so like long distance they is like smart I learned something from them every single day they're like driven they're like ambitious they make me feel like I'm not doing enough and y'all know I be feeling like I'm on my shit so to be talking to somebody that make me feel like I need to like I can be doing more it just has really been like great so but the reason why you guys like a long distance bay also doesn't look like how I thought long distance bay was gonna look so I know y'all got heard me get on here and talk about my husband every week and (laughs) this man that I've been manifesting and shit but life is wild. 2020 is crazy. And the plot twist, is, plot twist is I probably was manifesting the whole last woman because that's what a uh, long distance bay is. Long distance bay is a woman. So every time I get on here and I say this, they, them, that was just me trying not to let y'all know that long distance bay is a woman. But long distance bay is a woman, though, just to clarify. <laughs> Uh, so (laughs) so obviously I got on here and I said I would never (laughs) date a woman romantically and then like a week later I literally slid in long distance based you know y'all literally like a week after what was that episode called bad dates and lady ponds I think yeah I I mean like the timing was so crazy I was literally looking at Bianca like but wait a second like (laughs) just a week ago (laughs) like 
And I think to Bianca's point, that definitely just shows that like that saying, like, uh, if you have like if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans, whether you believe in God or un- universe or whatever, like your religion or spirituality consists of, like that just goes to show that things happen in their own divine timing. And, you know, sometimes what we envision is not necessarily what we get, but it's exactly, you know, what we need at that time and in that moment. So I'm just so happy that Bianca is finally sharing this news because it's been tough, y'all. I have to listen back to the episodes, try to edit out any of the wrong. <laughs> like it's been tough. Um, but I'm so I'm so happy for you. Yeah. So I just wanna I think it's funny how uh Shani has just said like the universe and like timing and stuff because when this happened, so I also think y'all gonna get a kick out of this because I met I met her through the podcast, kind of, sort of. So like she actually knows one of my friends and my friend uh, will post about the podcast and she started listening to the podcast and she started listening to the podcast early on, like our day one homegirls, like me and Shani started the podcast two years ago. So when we first started the podcast, me and her would interact on social media all the time. Like, cause you know, I'm already just like a general like hype girl, but. <laughs> but I don't know what it is about me, but I'd be attracted to people's like spirits. Like I'd be meeting like my internet friends. It's like, I feel like it's really intentional when I be talking to them. Cause like something be like connecting me to them. Like I genuinely be drawn to that. They like personality or something. So like when I be, and you know how like you watch somebody's story and like you see the kind of shit that they post and you just like put it in your back pocket about them. Like, oh, she posts about plants all the time. She must really like plants. Or like you see somebody cooking and you be like, oh, they be cooking sometimes. I might have to use them for like, you know, so I might use them for like a service or something. So this, the homegirl, like I told you she was an ambitious bitch and she be posting all kind of shit. But this one day I seen her post this meme about being a lesbian and I was like hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> back pocket <laughs> because I also thought this homegirl was real cute y'all y'all know how I am about um bad bitches I love bad bitches but anyway <laughs> like I thought she was cute I thought like and I I like her personality and we talked like I really feel like she was my friend for real um so I don't know Fat, moving forward, moving forward, we, uh, <laughs> moving forward, uh, one day I had, uh, I told y'all how I be, you know, I'm also going through my transformation period and I'm trying to shake my, like, you know, wholesome ass image. So this one time I posted these spicy pictures on the ground. I had on like this red, like little teddy thing and everybody was typing me, but, um, Long distance bay had posted me on her story that day, and I was like, Oh, okay. So, like, I don't know. I still didn't even know. Like, when I even slid in her DMs, I really didn't even know what I was going for because, like, like I said, I never had romantic feelings for a woman before. So, I just replied to her story, like, Oh, friend, I love you, blah, blah. But then I was like, But I got some more pictures if you want to see them. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. No- <laughs> And I was, and she was like, oh yeah, what's up? I'm like, what's your number? <laughs> so <laughs> she sent her number. And even when we started talking, when we like first started texting, I felt like it was like, you know, like friendly, like maybe flirty, but not really. But y'all know me. I'm like, so is he flirting or is he not? <laughs> and then like we established that, like, yeah, we was flirting. She's like, but I thought you were straight. She used to say that shit all the time, <laughs> like, but you were straight. But anyway, long story short, we've been dating. I really like her. And because of that, you know, it's really starting to make me have a whole new perspective of like what I thought like my life was going, life could look like for me. Like, obviously, I've been curated to think that I wanted this husband that I always talked about. But now I be feeling like it just opened my eyes to like there are different types of families. There are different types of experiences. And it's like shit. Two two women running a household would probably actually look bomb because we definitely gonna make sure shit get done. We definitely gonna like be raising our kids together. Like our kids gonna be hella loved. We hella nurturing. Like there's so many possibilities in that situation that I didn't ever really think of before. 
And I just feel like even because like it's different now because I'm dating a woman, it's so different. Like it's a completely different experience. I still feel like I'm still an intentional person. So I still want to date somebody who, you know, has plans to like grow things with me, like build empires together, like, you know, achieve our goals together, like, you know, like be a life partner, like a real essential partner. So I still like intentionally like want to date somebody like that. But it doesn't necessarily have to be a man. So sharing all that with you guys, we have Shay and Travis on the show because Travis and Shay are both members of the LGBTQ community. So as I am navigating this new chapter in my life, obviously I've been doing my own research because I research everything. But I always, I think it's important to, you know, actually talk to people who like, you know, live this lifestyle and like get insight and maybe you guys can share some advice with me or what to expect and moving forward and things like that. Yeah. And really quickly before they pretty much kind of take it over. We also just wanted to say like, this is a huge change. And honestly, anytime you kind of step out of societal norms, which we know like, society has such like a clear image of like this is what's right and this is what's wrong and we you know we say all the time like that's life is not black and white you know what I mean and as individuals you have to do and be who you genuinely feel that you are and um like this is something that's new for Bianca it's not something that I'm necessarily familiar with so we wanted to make sure that the information that we put out through the podcast is like true and accurate, you know what I mean? And you get it directly from the source, so to speak, because I feel like there are a lot of just like misconceptions or, you know what I mean? Like just a lot of like fluffery stuff out there where people, you were raised to believe one thing and it's like, it could be something completely different on the other side, but people don't really take the time to research it for themselves and learn more and like engage with anything that they deem is not like acceptable so to speak and like yeah so um I'm proud of you Bianca I know that was probably really really just tough to do I love you yeah that kind of was but I feel good though like to get that off my chest or whatever that's good you did great oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) all right so oh go ahead no you go ahead oh okay um so I guess that was kind of like my coming out story. So we want to know like if you guys could share your coming out stories and what your experiences were after you came out. Oh, you you can go first. Yeah, I'll go first. So I feel like I had a very drawn out coming out story. Um, I always knew I was attracted to women since I was a kid. And I kind of feel like I just, was ashamed of it because of like my upbringing. I grew up in like a really religious household and stuff like that. So like the first time I actually started messing around with a girl, I was like a senior in high school. And um, me and the girl, we used to be writing each other love notes and shit like that. And I used to have this backpack and it was full of all the notes. It had to be like over 50 notes in this fucking bag. And one day my aunt found a bag. She opened it up and she read every last letter. Like they was addressed to her. (laughs) And then she didn't even directly ask me about it or anything. She just started telling everybody like, yeah, Shay's gay. Like everybody, like my dad's calling me, like, are you gay? Like my grandma's asking me, like, are you gay? And it was just so much pressure on me. And I was so scared and I felt so ashamed about it. And I was really confused about if I was gay or not because at the time I did still like boys too or at least I think I just liked the attention from men and I was like no I'm not gay or whatever like I'm not gay and I still dated the girl like a bunch of my family members knew I was dating her and um, I ended up getting married when I was 19 to a man so at that point, I just considered myself to be bisexual and I was married for eight years until we got divorced. And as soon as we got divorced, I was like, yeah, it's my time to shine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was and I felt like I had to come out basically all over again once I got into a relationship with a woman, because a lot of my family was just used to be in a marriage with a man. You know, they was like, what are you doing? Like. 
Um, some of my family members was very judgmental of me. Like they tried to put like the guy aspect on it. Like it's supposed to be Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Two women can't procreate for a reason. And it's just like, but I'm happy though. Like at the end of the day, like what Shani was saying, I just had to really be authentic with who I am. And ultimately I feel like I wasn't happy in my marriage. I wasn't happy with my life because I just really wasn't in alignment like with who I really am. And now that I can just like, you know, be free to be myself is like the most amazing feeling. Like I, I actually feel like I really understand like trans people now after all of that, like so long just wanting to be yourself and not doing it. Okay, well, what about you, Travis? How was yours? Oh, so, um, let's see. I've always had a little flair, you know? Um, <laughs> and I feel like that be, that's because, like, I was literally raised by all women. Like, there were no really consistent men in my life to teach me that aspect of things. So, like, in school... They told me I was gay before I even knew what I was like. What I knew what it was just because of my mannerisms and how I acted. So um, I feel like my family knew, but they just didn't speak on it. So um, as far as an official coming out, I remember I was in the eighth grade. I had got the opportunity to um, go to Europe for like a couple weeks. And this was when phones were were fresh out. I remember I had a Nokia, and my mom was like, you can't take your phone with you. I'm like, okay. So not really thinking nothing of it, not thinking about the little boy that I was texting in school, you know. <clears throat> Long story short, I came back home literally the same day I got off the plane. My mama, I sat on the floor. She was like, I need to talk to you. She was like, so I was, I had your cell phone. I called, you know, who you was texting. And they pretty much let her know what it was. So she was like, I feel like that's when I really just um, start feeling like it was wrong because I immediately got in trouble. Like I got my phone taken. I got put on punishment. It was like that. And I didn't like actually grow up in church, but we went to church. And the messages I received from church was that being gay was wrong. You're going to hell. So it's like, it kind of like made all that make sense to me. So yeah, my coming out was kind of like that. And then nobody ever said anything else about it, but somehow everybody knows. So that's just kind of like my navigating it was. So that's why. I don't feel like I actually got a real opportunity to come out. I just kind of like that happened. I just kind of rode with it and just been learning myself and how to maneuver ever since then. So that's my story. Ooh, baby. Because listen, <laughs> if you were a kid and you used to do like the love notes or you used to like sneak on the phone, the worst thing ever is when the parents got a hold of the yes. notes phone. Oh my, oh my goodness. goodness. That was the worst. That that was the worst because it changed everything. (laughs) And you think it's so innocent, like you don't really think nothing of it back then, but it changed everything. I do think, like one thing you said though, it it makes sense because you were like how you immediately were punished for it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that kind of set the tone for you or like now thinking like, okay, well, dang, I guess that was that bad. It was bad. For someone that is maybe struggling with coming out or has recently come out and they are having a hard time dealing with, you know, other people's opinions or, you know what I mean? Like they came out, so they're authentic with who they want to be and who they are, but they're just having a hard time with the transition because of the outside like perceptions. Do you guys have any like advice, tips, words of encouragement to share? Well, for me, my um, sexuality really goes hand in hand with my spirituality because I feel like when I really started like 
really getting spiritual and stuff like that, which is another thing people like look at you weird for or whatever. Like as soon as you start talking about witchcraft or even meditation or burning candles, they'd be looking at you crazy. And for me, it was the same experience on both sides. Like me saying I'm gay and me saying like, oh, I'm spiritual. This is what I do. Or I practice magic. People was just like, oh, what, like, what are you doing with your life? And the more I learned myself and understood myself, the less I cared about what other people thought of me um, um, all the way across the board. So like now I just literally don't care. And honestly, the people that do not support me, they've removed themselves out of my life. If you can't still be my family member or um, be my friend, no matter what my sexuality is, then I don't need you around because I'm going to do me at the end of the day. Like, I can't base my happiness off of what other people' perception is of me. And that's the most advice I can give to you is just to really sit with yourself and find out what do you want? What are the things that's going to make you happy? Um, You know, and from those things, figure out, okay, are these people adding to my happiness or not that are making me feel bad for who I am? Yes. So, yeah, I definitely um, agree with all of that. Like, I feel like for me, I'm doing a lot of the work now as far as just learning to own who I am every day. And I feel like it's it's not, it might be a point that you get to where it's not any work involved, but I look at it like every day is, is work. Every day is choosing to do the things that make me happy. And to like untrain myself for the ways that I was brought up and how the people, cause your childhood really shaped how you maneuver as an adult. So it's like really breaking those um, ideas that people around me put in my head about who I am and who I'm supposed to be is literally choosing every day to, to love me enough to put myself first. So I feel like it's really like, you really have to choose you every single day. Yeah, I feel like I know that this is something that is like just a part of my life, like journey, because I didn't like, obviously, this is a big deal, but I didn't have super reservations about letting you guys know about this part of my life. And I feel like it's just because I am really comfortable about where I am and who I am. And like, I, I'm not gonna lie and say that I'm I don't completely care about what people think about me because that's not true. Um, But I really am in a space where for the most part, I really just don't like um, I'm really in a space where I'm just, this is me and this is what you're going to get. And like uh, Shay said, like I can't let people's opinions stop me from being happy. Like I'm happy. Like every since, every since long distance Bay came in my life, like everything has been so much better. And that's another reason why I feel like it's like a part of like things that were supposed to happen to me. Cause like things that don't even have to do with her, they just affect me, but it just seemed like everything is like so much better. Like my co-parenting relationship with Bree's dad is better. Um, just my, the way I handle situations is better. The way I'm actually like trying the contributions that she gives to my personal girls, like the things that I'm trying to work on, she like, give me like a patient space that I like a new calmness that I'm not usually operating in and I feel like it it really helps me because like y'all know I'm real like turn and she like real chill so like she obviously know how to like reel me back and I just feel like all of these things are just like things that I like needed in my life and also like I mean I said I mean I've never like dated a woman but like this might be too this might be TMI but like even when I was a kid I used to I used to be humping my uh my neighbors (laughs) 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 the girl neighbors so like it's not like (laughs) (laughs) it is TMI but I just brought it up because Travis said that your childhood be impacting your shit and when I and as far as I and obviously I've been sitting with this shit for a while and it, a lot of shit be like, well, damn, that actually do make sense. Like you were kind of like, you know, like, yeah, like 
it's reflective. Yeah, I feel you 100% on that. Like when I was in high school, I think like ninth or 10th grade, I had a group of friends and we will all play this game in between classes. Basically, you would just slap girls ass or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like in between class, you just be in the hallway, like basically catch somebody slipping, like just slap them on the ass. Like every time you walk past, like, but obviously only some people was playing the game. You couldn't do it to everybody. But <laughs> well, obviously. No, why was we That's playing funny. the game? Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. That's funny because when I think about it, I did used to spend a lot of time in the underwear aisle at like Target. <laughs> 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 when I was little, so I'm telling you, it be the kid stuff that you don't even really be thinking about, but that shit do be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's great, and I mean, ultimately, it seems like it's we'll kind of piggyback enough of what Bianca said. How things have just seemed so much better. I feel like a part of it is probably just to what all of you have said is just like living authentically. You know what I mean, and starting to put yourself first and like your happiness and your wants first. Um, so if there is anyone that's out there struggling with that, like just listen to what they're saying and really know that we talked about this before in our podcast, like you're never going to make everybody happy. So at the end of the day, you might as well be happy. You know what I mean? Happy with your life and with who you are. Um, so another thing we wanted to touch on were stereotypes, uh, within and outside of the community, are there any like stereotypes that you guys have experienced that you want to just shut down now and just like let people know like it's not like that for everyone? Like stop stereotyping or uh, you know vice versa. Like even like give a prerequisite to stereotypes. I think all people should understand that sexuality is a spectrum. Even people that are straight. Right. They still might have, you know, attraction towards the opposite sex. If you could say, oh, another man is handsome, like there's an attraction. there. It's a spectrum of sexuality. And what it really comes down to is minding your business at the end of the day and staying in your space. Of If you do not like uh, men and you are a man, you don't feel sexually attracted to them, then mind your business when it comes to that. If you feel like it's gross or weird that a woman is dating another woman or if you see two of them out in public and you like, ugh, like, bond your business. Because at the end of the day, like, how is it affecting you or hurting you or anything at all? Like, it's just very weird that people are so concerned about what other people are doing. And I feel like the biggest misconception about being gay in general, whether you are lesbian, gay, bisexual, or trans, is just that we are over-sexualized mm-hmm. um, when it comes to, like, hetero people. They think everything gay is sexual, like, and it's just part of who we are, just like being straight is just part of who you are. It's, you just like it. You don't know why you just like it, and it doesn't mean just because I like somebody that I want to have sex with them. It doesn't mean that just because we're gay that we're trying to have sex with everybody. It's just, like, really annoying, and actually, at this point, you can't even have like straight friends sometimes because right. <laughs> mind they think that you're trying to get with them. And it's like, girl, bye. Please, right. <laughs> you're not even on that. Like, what is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, and keep the man you got. You worried about me right. trying to get. <laughs> um, I also, that's definitely, I agree with that. Um, just because I'm gay don't mean that every straight man is attractive or that I'm trying to get with you or it's not that. Like, I feel like I should be able to tell another man that he if he's attractive or, I mean, it's you're attractive. That don't mean that it's going to be anything more than that. Like, I can just recognize it. I mean, you might have a fat ass, so I'm going to look at it. Like, it's just like... <laughs> But it's not like me trying to, I feel like that is human nature. Like you you look at things that catch your eye, but it doesn't mean it's anything more than that. I also think within the black community, like the old idea that you're not a real man, if you are gay, like we have to get out of that thinking. Cause I mean, that breaks into what what is a man? Like it, it is so much deeper than that, but I know that my own experiences, even with family, they make it seem like I am not a man. So I don't matter anymore. So I think we got to get, we have to get out of that thinking. Agreed. 
Yeah, I, I love that for sure. Because I agree, because to be honest with you, it's some heterosexual men out here. I'd be like, are you real? Like, what are like? <laughs> <laughs> right. Girl, I probably... Like, what, what does that mask? What is masculine? Like, what, what is straight men who are feminine and who do not have any interest in another man? Like, I feel like we have to go deeper than that. But we tend to stop at how somebody presents themselves or but we have to do a lot more work. Like, even from a spiritual space, you guys know that we all have masculine energy and we have feminine energy. So, no, it's that's the spectrum, too. Some women are super feminine, super girly, and other girls are just not. They want to just be chill and wear sneakers and stuff like that. And that has nothing to do with their sexuality. Right. It's like if a man might be more have more feminine energy, might be more in tune with that, that doesn't mean that he's gay. And just like there are men that are gay and more feminine, there are men that are gay that are super masculine and it is fine as hell. Like, and all the women be like, oh my God, like, why do they have to be gay? Like, because they know where they need to be at. They good. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Oh, go ahead, Bianca. No, I agree with that too. But I was, I was going to say that like dating as an adult. Obviously, because this is the first time I dated somebody like as a full person, I definitely feel like I'm noticing that it's more about the individual person. It's more about the individual person for me versus then like the gender. Like I can see why gender like I mean, gender don't really matter for real. I can see why it's really like the connection between you and somebody that's way more important than whether they're a male or female. Yeah, and I just wanted to touch on something that Shay said about like the masculine and the feminine being a spectrum because I've actually experienced that where I've had like partners tell me that my emotionally, they feel like I'm more masculine because I'm not super expressive about how I feel. And I feel like I really wish that people would kind of just get rid of that whole, like, uh, both Shay and Travis said, that whole masculinity versus femininity thing and just realize that people will feel, act, and be wherever they are on the spectrum. You know what I mean? And that's completely fine. Yeah. And just realize that it changes. Like, sometimes I feel more masculine and I want to wear baggy clothes or other times I want to be super feminine. And guess what? I'm slapping on makeup and a wig. So it doesn't matter. It's just whatever I feel like doing that day. And to come to my final conclusion, it's none of their business. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So real, so real. So um, I really just want to open the floor up. Um, I know like Bianca, you definitely kind of let it off, just kind of asking for like advice from them. Do you have any questions um that you have just in general or anything that Shane Travis that you just want to share or like kind of take the stage and just speak on I mean I have tons of questions but obviously <laughs> they're not uh for the show no. um, <laughs> um but obviously you know I know Shane and Travis, so I could kick it up. I could uh, kick it with them off the podcast as far as questions, but I do want to know, like, you know, what do y'all feel like the hardest part about living this lifestyle is for y'all? Um, for me, it's getting out of my own head. You know, breaking what um, I was raised up to believe and what, like, society tends to throw at you about how you're supposed to be and how it's really just getting out of my own way and getting out of my own head. And not only seeing that, I felt like for a long time since I was gay, that's how the only people saw me, but that is really only a very small portion of who I am. You know, so I felt like I had to break out of presenting that first because I felt like that was how people associated with me. You know, I was the gay cousin or the gay friend, you know, and it's like, Shit, I'm last on my check. I am Travis. Like it is way right. more me than just that, you know. So it's yeah. really just getting out of your own head and learning to embrace who you are and live in the moment. Like don't think too much. We Aquarius, yeah. baby, so we think, but you can't think too much. 
You know, you got to just be you in already the know. <laughs> be in the moment. Yeah. yeah that's it. Shay. I feel like the hardest part for me is just um I guess really learning to not care what other people think about me because I used to care a lot what other people thought of me even outside of my sexuality just like I really cared about how people perceived me and what they their idea of me was so I try and like control as much as what I tell people or what I put on social media and stuff like that. So at least I am controlling the perception of myself, but just like what Travis was saying, like just being open and living in the moment and doing what makes me happy at the time helps me to be more accepting of that and really not caring too much about what people have to say, because how, how has it really affected me just by them saying those words? Okay. Well, I want to say that I'm proud of myself for just really being able to uh, change my perspective and really erase my societal norms. Like, I really feel like I was really a victim of societal norms for so long. And I'm really glad that, you know, I can't really break away from them. And I feel like I'm really like living in my truth. I'm happy that I got to share this with y'all because I feel like, like, I literally feel like free in a way like it wasn't like I was keeping it a secret because the people that was closest to me knew what was going on but I feel like I was letting y'all know that I was happy but it was still like hiding part of my happiness because it was like I I couldn't tell y'all authentically like what was going on I'm glad I got to share that with y'all um if you do feel some kind of way about you know my lifestyle or what's going on you can keep it um no respect, no respectful feedback comments this week. We don't, I don't really need your opinions about my uh, lifestyle or sexuality, but I did just want to be a transparent homegirl and let y'all know, um, I told y'all that I was changing and big, big things were happening and it was a transformation going on and here we are, Transformation Bank. (laughs) I'm happy for you and thank you for, um, allowing me in the space to share it with you. So oh, you already know I was going to come to you. <laughs> first person I uh, hit up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to thank you guys, like all of you for the conversation today. I feel like it was definitely helpful. And honestly, to kind of piggyback off of what Bianca said, like regardless of your beliefs, if it's something that you don't agree with or accept, then that's fine. But like she said, you can keep your thoughts and opinions to yourself because at the end of the day like no one is better than another person to tell them that what they do or who they are is you know not right like before you do that analyze yourself analyze what you do and who you are and if you're really you know a hundred keep it real with yourself before you step to anybody else and make any comments about anything um but yeah thank you guys so much I'm super super excited we had this conversation I feel like a part of me is I kind of hate that it has to be a conversation because I feel like you know like when is it just going to be like this is the you know like when is it just going to be the norm and when do we not have to have a coming out because it's just accepted but until we get to that point we're going to continue to bring it to the forefront and you know keep people informed so yeah well thank you guys thank you for inviting me All right, y'all. Thanks. I love you guys. See you. All right. Love you too. See you. Bye, (laughs) y'all.